Okay, so we'll begin. <laughs> Hello again. In a uh, comfortable seated position. So if you'd like to sit on a blanket or a block at this time, do so. Create a, a seat that uh, helps you to feel um, comfortable and supported. You might cross your legs at the ankles or place one heel in front of the other. You might move uh, the flesh and muscle of your buttocks uh, apart to get a better seat uh, between your sits bones and the surface beneath you. As you're ready, close your eyes. Find a place on your thighs to rest your hands. Consider whether today you'd like your palms to be turned down or to be turned up. Arrive here. Bring your senses into the room, onto your mat, and into your body. So let's start with the external and move to the internal. You might notice where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you. Feel your body pushing downward and the earth pushing up into you. Become aware of um, the temperature of the air of the room as it touches your skin. Are there places where you are more sensitive to the temperature of the air? Perhaps there's uh, movement, a breeze, a fan. Can you feel sunlight coming in through a window? Begin to notice uh, how your body feels from the inside. Are you experiencing soreness? Discomfort in any region of the of your body. If so, let your mind travel to those areas. Is it appropriate to adjust your seat to accommodate uh, to accommodate those um, spaces that are asking for attention? Begin to notice your breathing. If you are not already, begin to breathe in and out through your nostrils. Establish a slow and deep 
pace of breath. You may transition to the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. breathe together through three more rounds of ujjayi pranayama and today we are going to use the ratio of two to one so the uh, inhale will be twice the length of the exhale uh, I'm going to try or um, sorry the <laughs> the one to two ratio excuse me the inhale will uh, be half as long as the exhale uh, so we're going to try an inhale of five counts and an exhale of 10 counts. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale for one, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold the lungs full. And exhale for 10 with control, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Empty the lungs, perhaps engage Mula Bandha, draw in and up on the pelvic floor. And next breath in, one, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold, expand the chest as well as the back body. Exhale with control, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Empty the lungs, draw in and up on the pelvic floor, Mula Bandha, release and inhale, final time together. One, two, three, four, five, fill and hold, and last breath out together. Exhale, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Hold it out momentarily. 
And then bring your palms together in front of your heart as you resume your breath. We'll chant OM three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale for OM. your heart, release palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Switch the cross of your legs, bring the opposite ankle in top or on top or in front. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, reach up, palms touch, and exhale, revolve the chest to the left wall, right hand lands on the left thigh, left hand behind, inhale, grow tall. And exhale, revolve more deeply, looking back, keeping the collarbones broad. Inhale. Exhale, revolve any more deeply, keeping the legs and hips grounded. Inhale, come back through center, arms overhead. Reach up, grow tall. Exhale, revolve the chest towards the right. Left hand to the outside of the right high. The right thigh, right hand behind, inhale, grow tall, exhale, revolve, look back, chest open and broad, inhale, exhale, revolve, inhale, back to center, arms overhead, exhale one more time to the left, inhale and exhale here. Inhale, back to center, and exhale, open right, keeping the legs and hips as the foundation of the pose, growing tall along the spine, inhale, exhale once again, inhale to center, and exhale, fold over the left leg, round your spine, keep your right outer hip drawing back and down. Reach out through the right fingertips, perhaps feeling a length uh, along the right side body from the hip rooting down to the fingertips reaching all along the shoulder, the outer ribs, the outer waistline. Soften the face. Breathe into the shape, breathe into this moment.
Another inhale to draw back up, arms overhead, and exhale, fold over the right leg. Using your hands for support as you curl the spine, tuck the chin towards the chest, angle the forehead towards the right knee or to the right knee, reach out through the left fingertips, and try to uh, draw the left hip back and down. So you might even, uh, if, if we were in a studio space and I had uh, sandbags, you, I could put a sandbag on your left thigh, your upper left thigh. So imagine that kind of weight drawing the left hip down. Breathe along the left side body. Arrive in your body with breath. Keep the legs and hips rooted as you inhale to come back up and then exhale, find your way folding forward. Again, chin tucks gently towards the chest, forehead melts towards the earth, fingertips uh, reach forward, fingers spread, palms open, hips sink down. Sandbags on the upper thighs, maybe gentle pressure of hands into the low back, rooting the hips down. Draw back through the sides of the waistline. Come all the way up, arms overhead. Exhale, arms to your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Grow tall, reach up. Exhale, arms to your sides. One more time with the breath. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Possibly look up as palms touch. And then exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, move any padding off to the side. And we'll come forward into our tabletop shape. Warming up the spine, begin your cat and cow postures, setting your wrists below your shoulders, knees hip width distance, inhale to send the belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into the cow pose, contracting the back body to open the front, and then exhale round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the floor down and forward, Dome the upper back in cow pose. And continue through these two movements with the pace of your breath. Exploring the range of motion of your spine. And perhaps expanding on the range of motion of your spine with time and attention. Okay, inhale, come to a neutral spine, right hand below the face, left hand to the back of the skull, inhale, open the chest towards the left wall, gaze and elbow up, exhale, curl in, three of these on the left side, inhale, open left, look up, 
Exhale, curl in. Let the lower body accommodate the movement of the upper body here. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in and left hand below the face, right hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open right, head and hand, elbow and gaze up. Exhale, elbow towards the wrist or forearm. Inhale to open. Exhale, curl in, shoulder blades apart. Last one. Inhale, open left. And exhale, curl in. Okay, back to table. We're going to angle the left shin out at about a 45 degree angle. And then we're going to stack the right hip, right shoulder on top of the left side. So coming into a modified side plank. Take the right arm straight up, stacking the shoulders, turn the gaze up. And then lift the right leg to the height of the right hip, pushing back through the sole of the right foot, reaching forward through the crown of your head. Lengthen back through the tailbone, wrap the outer edge of the right hip towards the wall behind you. Either choose to stay here or point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the outside of the right foot with the right hand. Kick the foot into the hand, curl the chest even more, open towards the sky as you look up. Lengthen back through the knee, back through the tailbone, keeping the low spine long as you curl the chest skyward. Look down, hand down, and we'll do the second side. Angle your right knee out, out, right shin out to the right at about a 45 degree angle. And then stack the left hip, left shoulder on top of the right side. Left arm skyward, stack the shoulders. Left heel to the height of the hip, press through the foot. Strong, long left leg, crown of the head, it lengthens. Maybe look up. Choose to stay here or point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the outside of the foot. Kick the foot into the hand as you push the left thigh towards uh, the wall that your back is facing. Lengthen through the tailbone, left shoulder blade on the back, maybe heart and gaze turn upward. And then look down, hand down. Let's do some cat and cows again, but with the opposite breath pattern. Inhale, round the spine, dome the back body. Breathe space between the vertebra along the back side of the spine. Exhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift. Inhale into cat. Exhale into cow. Inhale, cat. And exhale, cow. Okay, back to a neutral spine. Walk towards the top of your mat as we send the legs back into a plank position. And always it's, uh, always it's okay to modify the, the shapes that I'm... Do a different version of the pose that I'm doing. I'm uh, keeping the legs lifted, but um, on, on other days, I like to bring the knees down. So uh, if you 
prioritize alignment of shoulders, hips, and knees here, it might mean the knees are down rather than letting the hips sag, crunching the low back. Okay, come to your version of plank position. And uh, we're going to come to the outside of the right leg or the outside of the right foot. Inside of the left foot, sweep the left arm up. And then exhale back down to plank. Inhale, sweep the right arm up. Look up, open the chest. Exhale back to plank. Two more rounds. Inhale, open left, sweep the arm up. Exhale, back to plank. Inhale, open right, keeping the hips lifted. Exhale, back to plank. Last round, inhale, open left, arm reaches skyward. Exhale, back to plank. Inhale, right arm lifts. Exhale, back to plank. Shoulders over the wrist. Slowly bend your knees down to the floor, tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling, tuck your toes under. Reach your gaze and chin forward as you bend your elbows straight back, lowering your chin and chest towards or, or to the floor at relatively the same time. Elbows in, shoulder blades hug together, and then slide forward onto your belly. Chin on the floor, arms at your sides, lengthen the legs back one at a time, point through the toes, and then press the feet down. So let's activate the legs, lengthening back through the toes, pressing the tops of the feet down, drawing the kneecaps in and up so they pull away from the floor. Lengthen back through the tailbone and then scoop it forward so tailbone is long and the front of your pelvis is pushing into the mat. Draw your lower abdomen in and up. So even though we just <laughs> appear to be lying on our stomachs, there's a whole lot of activity happening in the lower body. Now we're going to interlace our fingers behind our backs, elbows to the ceiling, then hug the elbows in towards one another so the shoulder blades hug together behind the heart. Now with an inhale, extend the knuckles back, peel the chin and chest up away from the floor. Keep the feet grounded for this first one and ease your way into it. Find your breath in this shape and with the breath there might be some bobbing up and down. Connecting with the strength of the back body to lift and open the heart space. Survey the body in this pose. Keep the feet grounded, kneecaps lifting, legs long, tailbone extending back as heart opens and lifts forward. Sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. And slowly let it go. Right cheek to the floor, arms come to your sides. Heads of the arm bones forward, shoulder blades separate, arms heavy, head heavy, upper back broad, neck soft. Focus your gaze at the edge of your mat or uh, even close your eyes here. Let yourself be held. So be in the valley. After that, the peak of the, <laughs> the peak of the back bend, climbing of the mountain, then come back down to rest.
chin back to the floor, point the toes, strong long legs, lengthen through the tailbone, scoop the tailbone forward, press the front of the pelvis down, lower abdomen tries to pull in and up away from the earth. Interlace your fingers behind your back with the opposite thumb in front if you can figure that. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back. Inhale, extend back through the knuckles, reach forward through the heart, use the strength of the upper back to lift the front body and open the chest. Okay, if you'd like, squeeze the inner legs together and begin to lift the feet, lower thighs, middle thighs, upper thighs away from the floor, taking flight. So less of your back body is on the floor with the strength of your back body, you are, uh, you are flying. <laughs> okay, be in this moment. Survey the body. Muster strength. And let it go. Left cheeks to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch. Heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft. Return to the river of breath. You've climbed the mountain, and now here is uh, your chance to rest. Let the intensity of your effort uh, Settle into this moment. Deepen the breath. Okay, chin to the floor, tuck your toes under, tone the legs so that the kneecaps pull in and up, lengthen back through the tailbone, uh, frame the ribs with your hands, spread your fingers, and with your next exhale, push away from the floor, back into your plank position, either with the knees grounded or lifted. Exhale, send the hips up and back for a bent-legged downward facing dog. Look forward, and then push your hands down and forward as you shift your hips up and back with bent knees. With your head lifted, can you feel the shoulder blades pulling in together behind the heart? Now let the head release downward as you push the hips up and back, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the heels deeper towards the floor, opening up the back sides of the legs. Lower ribs gently in and back, thigh bones back. Open up into your first downward facing dog of today's practice. Breathe here. Perhaps give your dog a little walk, bending one knee, reaches up the opposite heel towards or to the floor, shifting the hip out, and to, out to the side. And doing this side to side quickly or slowly. So if you notice one leg uh, requiring more attention out of soreness uh, short or shortness, uh, give a little bit more attention to that uh, meteor side. 
eventually return to stillness with your dog. Walk your right foot towards the center of your mat and send your left leg straight up and back for a three-legged dog. So we're going to stay here for several breaths. So uh, look back at your left toes. Make sure those toes are pointing straight down so that your hips are at an even height. Then begin to lift through the inner thigh of the left leg, lifting the leg higher, keeping the knees and toes pointed straight down. Now look at the right leg. Try to lift into the right kneecap. Try to diminish the crease at the front of your right ankle as you let the heel sink more deeply towards the floor, all the while pushing down and forward with the hands. And then look to the top of your mat and lunge your left foot forward. So create that long stride. This might be a time when you get out your blocks and place them on either side of your front foot for support. Front knee is bent deeply to about a 90 degree angle. Back leg is straight and strong. Chin and chest are expanding forward. Notice what and where you're feeling in this shape. And now we're going to hop the right foot forward about uh, four to six inches so that the outer edge of the right foot grounds. Turn the right toes towards the top right corner of your mat. Bring your hands to your hips. Straighten your left leg. Lift into your left kneecap. Pull your left hip crease back. Square your hips and chest towards the top of your mat. Bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows back, expand your chest forward, lengthen your tailbone down. Take your gaze skyward, lengthen along the front of your torso, and then exhale, hinge at your hips to bring your torso parallel to the floor. So with your hands on your hips, you'll likely notice the tendency for your left hip to shift forward and your right hip to pull back. So draw the right outer hip forward and pull the left outer hip back to keep the hips even. Okay, from here you can bring the hands onto your blocks or onto the floor on either side of your left foot or left leg. Extend the chin and chest forward once again as you pull the left hip crease back, tone the muscles of the left leg. And then start to fold over the left leg. Tuck chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Notice, be in this moment. Let this, uh, let this shape bring you into an awareness of your body. So if you are experiencing... Uh, a, uh, a lot of uh, sensation along the back of the left leg, consider that you're kind of, uh, you're exploring, you're going deep into um, a cave here. It's not that the, what, what you're finding wasn't there before, it was just hidden. Shine a light on the back of the left leg or the left outer hip, where, uh, where is your attention being drawn?
bring your hands back to your hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back and up from the waistline to return to a standing position. Now bend the knee in the direction of the toes, sink the hips down and forward, and shift into a warrior one position. So I notice in warrior one, all this momentum starts to go into the left toes. So draw back to your left heel, try to ground through the outer edge of the right foot so you feel evenly weighted in both feet, present on your mat. Arms at your sides, palms turned forward. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. And there's several things you can do with the arms here. You can keep the hands apart. You can bring the palms together. You can interlace the fingers. So you might experiment with some different arm positions. What makes you feel like your most powerful warrior? You can take the gaze forward or you can lean the head back and look up beyond the thumbs. Get a deep bend in the front, front knee, but keep pulling energy back to the outer right foot. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Let the hands come down to frame the front foot and make your way back to downward facing dog. Okay, for you push-up lovers out there, follow me through a set of five push-ups. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, push back up. And exhale, back downward facing dog. Inhale, exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Child's pose or down dog two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Left foot walks towards center. Right leg lifts straight up and back. Three-legged dog. So again, we're going to spend several breaths here. Take the time to look back at your right toes, turn your right knee and right toes straight down towards the floor, wrapping your right outer hip downward. Keep that orientation of the leg, lift through the inner thigh, lift and lengthen, look at the left leg, lift into the left kneecap, try to diminish the crease of the front of the left ankle, release the left heel down, all the while pushing the hands down and forward. Now look to the top of your mat, exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands, possibly setting hands onto blocks on either side of your front foot as you establish your lunge and then experience your lunge. Climb the mountain and then look out, <laughs> look out from your, uh, your, uh, the peak. Look out from that vantage point. What do you see? What do you see? What do you feel in this shape? Okay, from here we're going to move into pyramid pose again. Uh, so step your left foot forward. I said four to six inches on the first side. I'll say that again. 
Turn your left toes to the top left corner of your mat. Straighten your right leg, grounding through the right big toe ball mound, drawing up into the kneecap, back through the hip, hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw up. Square the hips and chest forward. As though you have headlights at the front of your pelvis, shine them towards the top of your mat or beyond the top of your mat. Elbows back, shoulder blades in, gaze lifts, heart opens, lengthen along the front of your torso with an exhale, hinge at the hips, and bring your torso parallel to the floor. Place your hands on either side of your front foot on the floor or on blocks. Shoulders away from the ears, lengthen through the crown of the head, and then fold over the right leg. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Lift into the kneecap, pull back through the right outer hip. Wrap the left outer hip forward, ground through the outer edge of the left foot. Breathe into this shape. Where and what are you feeling? Be an explorer. Okay, hands to the hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline to come up. Keeping the legs as they are, keeping the feet as they are, bend the right knee. As momentum shifts forward, then draw back through the hips, pull weight back into the right heel, back into the outer edge of the left foot to the best of your ability. Spine is tall, tailbone length is down, lower ribs in, chest open and broad, arms at your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead and take one of several uh, options with the hands together, fingers interlaced or palms apart. Embody your warrior pose. Exuding strength, confidence, stability, presence. Okay, straighten the front leg, hands frame the front foot. You might place blocks off to the sides as you step back into downward facing dog. And again, opportunity to follow me uh, into five push-ups or to explore your dog. Inhale to plank, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back to one. <laughs> Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back three, two more. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, 
Exhale back, last one. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, and exhale back, downward facing dog. Inhale to come forward, lower your knees to the mat. Tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling with the toes tucked under, reach forward with the gaze and chin. Bend back with the elbows, chin and chest touch down at relatively the same time. Shoulder blades on the back, elbows hug in, slide forward onto your belly. Arms at your sides, lengthen back through the feet, ground through the toes, tone the muscles of the legs, kneecaps pull in, kneecaps pull up, tailbone lengthens back and scoops forward. Lower abdomen in and up, interlace the fingers behind your back, hug your shoulder blades in, inhale, Lengthen back through the knuckles, reach forward with the heart, use the strength of the upper back to fly or float the front body up away from the floor. Soften the edges of the mouth, draw back through the sides of the neck, lift through the crown of the head, keep the feet grounded, legs toned, front of the pelvis pushing down, lower abdomen in and up. Climb the mountain. Slowly lower down, arms to your sides, right cheek to the mat, arms at your sides, shoulder blades widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, big toes touch, heels widen apart, eyes closed or gaze soft. Return to the river of breath. into the floor, lengthen back through the toes, tone the muscles of the legs, in and up with the kneecaps, tailbone back, tailbone forward, lower abdomen in and up, interlace the fingers with the opposite thumb in front, elbows to the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, inhale, peel the chest up, reach the knuckles back, lengthen through the elbows, and either choose to stay here or feet together, squeeze the legs. Lift the feet, lift the lower thighs, middle thighs, upper thighs. Use the strength of the back body to begin to fly. Fly to that mountaintop. Continue to breathe. Stay with it. Keep breathing. Slowly lower. Left cheek to the floor. Arms at your sides. Head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Back to the river of breath. Chin on the floor, tuck the toes, plant the wrists by the ribs, send your hips all the way back to your heels into a 
Child's pose with the arms extended forward, the toes tucked under. You may feel a release through the low back with the tailbone tucking downward. Now look forward, place your elbows on the mat as wide as your shoulders. Then interlace your fingers just as you would for a headstand pose with about three inches between the wrists. Shift your shoulders forward so that your uh, shoulders are just over your elbows. And I find myself towards the middle of my mat, so I'm going to just take a moment to, uh, to scooch myself to the top of my mat so the knuckles are a few inches from the top of the mat. Situate again, uh, forearms on the mat, elbows below the shoulders, and let's melt the, our hearts down towards the floor. So let the heart become heavy, deeper towards the earth. Feel the shoulder blades moving in towards one another as the heart melts down. Pull your shoulders away from your ears to keep the sides of your neck long and then draw your lower ribs in and back as you lengthen back through the tailbone so get more length in the middle spine. Now, keep all that, tuck the toes under and push the hips up and back into a forearm dog position. So uh, the shoulders remain over the elbows. The hips are pushing up and back. And the gaze can be between the forearms, or you can even attempt to look forward if you'd like. Okay. Slowly start to walk the feet in, just a centimeter at a time. So little, uh, little baby mouse footsteps <laughs> without letting the shoulders uh, come forward of the elbows. Now bring the right foot, step it towards center, lift the left leg straight up and back for a three-legged forearm dog pose. You might look back at the left toes, make sure they're pointing straight down, and then push through the foot, lift through the leg. I'm, I took my gaze back between my forearms, that feels more comfortable for me. Lift and extend, keep the forearms pressing down and forward, shoulders away from the ears, shoulder blades together on the back. For five, four, three, two, and one. Left foot back to the floor. Left foot towards center as right leg lifts straight up and back. You might look at the right toes, make sure they're pointing straight downward. And then lift through the right inner thigh, push back through the foot. You might lengthen down through the left heel. Gaze back between the forearms, forearms down, shoulders away from the ears. Soften the face for five, four, three, two, one. Right leg back down, bend your knees to the floor, tuck your toes under, send your hips back to your heels, arms forward. Extend uh, the fingers wide, open the palms, rest the weight of the arms, release the weight of the head. Back to the river of breath. 
Keep your toes tucked under, your hips weighted towards your heels and start to walk your upper body upright so your hips are over your heels. If you have a strap, uh, make it handy. As you come to seated uh, in a rock pose with your toes tucked under. So I know for many of us, uh, this can get very uh, distracting and or painful for the soles of the feet. So at any point, uh, you can point the toes back and sit on your heels. You might even slide a blanket between your hips and heels. Okay, uh, spine is tall, gaze is forward. Right arm extends up along the right ear, holding the strap. So now I'm kind of doing right arm first as, as opposed to starting with the left side all the time. But anyway, it's fine. Right arm extends, hips stay rooted towards the heels. Uh, bend the right elbow, tap the base of the neck with the right fingertips. Right elbow towards the ceiling, left arm extends out to the left wall. Palm faces the wall that your back is facing. And then bend your left elbow, reach for two ends of your strap or fingertips or wrists behind your back, whatever you can reach. So we're coming to uh, Go Mukasana, or cow face arms. This is another one where <laughs> I don't know how much uh, depth there is to the naming of the posture beyond like the physical shape of the pose. Uh, left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest as right elbow extends upward. I have a modification on this that I often like to add. So if you would like this modification, uh, tilt the left ear towards the left shoulder. And then you might sway the head forward and back. Keeping the arms as they were. So now a lot going on here in the soles of the feet, perhaps the shins, the shoulders, the triceps, the trapezius muscles. If one thing is um, distracting from another, you can loosen up on any of those things. center, release the hands, take shoulder rolls, forward, up, back, and down, and then back, up, forward, and down. Okay, I can't have my toes tucked under any longer, so if you, <laughs> you know, you, you do you. Uh, <laughs> left arm extends along the left ear, second side. Uh, bend the left elbow, so the elbow is pointing skyward, tapping the back of the neck, lower ribs in and back to keep that uh, middle spine long. Right arm reaches out to the right, palm faces the wall that your back is facing, and then bend the right elbow, palm facing out. Reach for strap, fingertips, or wrists if you can grab those. Um, we're all different, <laughs> and we're, we're different from practice to practice. So maybe yesterday you could grab your fingers, and today you can't. It happens. Uh, the experience of the practice is not one that you just uh, 
go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the expression of the shapes every time. There's, um, there's, you know, things happen. <laughs> right shoulder on the back, left elbow towards the ceiling, tall spine, chin parallel to the floor. If you'd like the modification, tilt your right ear towards your right shoulder, and then nod your head forward and back. Exploring the left trapezius muscles and perhaps pausing in a place where you feel particularly tight or restricted. Go into those restricted areas. Head back to center, release the hands, again roll the shoulders forward, up, back and down, and then the other way, uh, back, up, forward and down. Okay, take your arms straight out to either side of the room, Open your fingers and close them, pushing out through the heels of the hands. Open, close. Just doing this with our hands. Open, close, pushing out through the wrists, and then bring all your, all your five fingertips together on each hand. And then point your fingertips down towards the floor. Extend out through the wrists again, and then make circles with the wrists. One direction. Might be some crunchiness. <laughs> some audible popping sounds, and then in the other direction. Okay, release the arms to your sides, and then flick out your fingers a little bit. You can maybe hear that sound if you're on the, listening to the podcast. Flick, 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 flick. Okay, so now we are going to do our inversion. So um, you may do a headstand, but I am going to offer the um, Pinchamayarasana or uh, Peacock Feather Pose today, which is a forearm uh, balance. So I think we've uh, done some good things in the direction of um, establishing a solid uh, base for this pose. So... Um, follow me uh, through into the exploration of Pinchamayarasana if you'd like. Um, one thing I find very helpful for Pinchamayarasana, even, even after years of practice, is to have a block between my hands. So if you have a block, I highly recommend the use of it. Um, so I'm going to bring my block uh, about six inches from the base of an uninterrupted wall. So meaning uh, that if, when I kick my legs up the wall, I'm not gonna knock down a, um, a painting or anything. Okay, so, or break a window. <laughs> okay, so um, 
I'm going to frame the block with my hands. So my, uh, my palms are spread open, my fingers are spreading, the space between my index finger and my thumb is going to frame the bottom uh, corner of the block on each side. Hopefully that makes sense in the audio version of this <laughs> without the visual. Okay, so palms are rooting down. I'm setting my elbows shoulder width distance apart. Let my heart melt down towards the floor. This will uh, be familiar. We did this earlier. Heart sinks down, shoulder blades together. Then push the forearms down, draw the shoulders away from the ears, draw the lower ribs in and back to lengthen the middle spine. Keeping my gaze between my forearms, I'm going to tuck my toes under and lift my hips up into a forearm dog. Walk the feet in, inch by inch, uh, baby mouse foot by baby mouse foot, shoulders away from the ears. And then I'm going to walk my right foot towards center, lift my left leg into the air for a three-legged forearm dog. Keep my gaze between my forearms and then bend my right leg and start to kick. Kick, kick, kick. Maybe the left heel comes to the wall, maybe the right heel comes to the wall, maybe it doesn't. We got a second side, left leg towards center, shoulders over the elbows, forearms and palms pressing down, the block there to keep the hands from sliding together and the elbows from widening apart. Right leg lifts, toes point down, bend the left knee, hops with the left foot, kicking the left heel towards the wall gradually. Maybe heels come to the wall. Maybe you're just practicing your hopping. If heels are at the wall, squeeze the legs together, push the forearms down. Experiment with balance just as you would in a headstand, but now the head is lifted and you're just on those forearms. It's, it's a nice feeling, I think. <laughs> I like this pose a lot. Um, so keep exploring if you'd like. When you're ready, Walk the legs back, knees together, sink the hips to the heels, arms forward, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, back to the present. So each, each um, pose like that, each challenging pose where you're building a foundation, your body might not know how to do that thing yet, you might not have the strength or the flexibility to hold that pose yet. So any of those poses that we're building, we don't, you know, we're climbing the mountain. We're um, going beyond, we're reaching beyond what is, what is currently possible, pushing ourselves to new, um, to new limits. And then we find this repose, this opportunity to rest and reflect in this pose, in child's pose. So arrive in this moment, affected by your efforts so far. Return to the river of the breath. So funnily, in this uh, <laughs> in this po this uh, class I titled Mountains and Rivers, we're not actually going to do a mountain pose. Doesn't look like. Okay, sweep the arms back. Palms turn up. 
heads of the arm bones melt forward. So this is applicable whether you've uh, attempted the, the Pinchamayarasana, the forearm peacock uh, feather pose, or you've done a headstand. Just reorienting into um, a very uh, minimal inversion where the head is just slightly lower than the, uh, the height of the heart. Keeping the hips grounded towards the heels, round up along the spine till shoulders are over, uh, shoulders are over the hips in our rock pose. So I've been uh, enjoying the camel rabbit sequence, so I think we'll do that again today. Um, starting with the camel, if you, uh, if you have blocks, you might place them uh, to either side of your ankles as you come up into a kneeling position with the knees hip width distance apart, the toes pointing straight back, the shins grounding downward. Place your hands into your imaginary yoga pants back pockets so that your fingers are pointing down towards the floor and you can use the palms of your hands to gently push the flesh of your buttocks down to help lengthen the lower back. Shoulder blades on the back, and then tilt your chin and gaze up. Focus on the space of your heart. Inhale, inflate the chest space. Exhale, begin to look back, release the head back as you let the heart continue to float skyward. Okay, so the hands can stay in the imaginary back pockets. The hands can come onto blocks. Fingers turning to the insides of the blocks and thumbs facing out to either side of the room. Or if you have the space, you can bring fingertips to the insides of the heels, thumbs to the outsides of the heels. And consider your preferences here. Do you like to keep the head lifted or does it feel okay to release the head back as you enter into your camel pose? Opening up the front body. Lifting and opening heart space. And as you know, we are moving back into the unknown. Okay. Breathe into your back bend. Time and attention. Growing the pose. Climbing the mountain, hands to the hips, hips forward, chest forward, head comes up last, knees together, inner feet together, take a seat on the heels, neutralize the spine, come down from up off of the mountain, return to the river of breath.
Okay, one more camel. Push up onto your knees. Knees are hip width distance, toes pointing back. Situate your blocks to the outsides of your ankles if you, uh, if you plan to use them. Hands into the back pockets, elbows back, shoulder blades together, tilt the gaze up, lengthen the tailbone down. Keep the feet grounded, pushing downward. Inhale, lift the heart, exhale into the unknown. Okay, gaze back, head stays lifted, neck long or head releases back, hands to blocks or hands to heels. So if you uh, are down to the heels, one thing I like to do in this pose is widen my fingertips into the insides of my heels. So push into the resistance of the heels, turn the inner elbows out to either side of the room, pushing the shoulder blades up to the back of the heart, lifting the heart higher, lengthening the spine, thus giving you more space to move back. Open up. As you're ready, hands to hips, hips, chest, shoulders, head comes up last, knees together, inner feet together, sink the hips to the heels, back to, back to the rock. Don't miss this breath. Arms to your sides, palms turn forward. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, look up as your palms touch. And exhale, hinge at your hips as you fold, as you slowly fold forward. Place the hands on your mat, and then push your hands down and forward to round your tailbone deeply towards your heels. You might shimmy your hips side to side, settling your hips down towards your heels. And then walking or sliding your hands forward, forehead, forearms back to the mat. So every, we've come to this pose several times. Now, how is it different? This is a new, a new experience of a familiar uh, pose. Approach this moment with beginner's eye, beginner's mind. Consider the possibility that there is something new to see, something new to experience and discover in this moment. Reach the arms back along the sides, reach the arms back to the back of the mat, 
and then grab hold the outer edges of the heels, wrapping the fingertips to the insides of the heels. Now slowly tuck your chin to your chest and pull your forehead towards or to your knees. Push your feet and shins down as you lift your hips up, coming into the camel pose, or the rabbit pose, excuse me. The, uh, the counter to our camel, our rabbit pose. Similar to the uh, range of motion between cat and cow, now camel and rabbit. Chin to chest, forehead towards your to the knees, belly button in towards the spine, opening up the space between the vertebra on the backside. The arms are being pulled taut, the shoulder blades are being drawn apart, opening up, opening up. All the time breathing. Slowly hips to the heels, press the hands down to lift back into your neutralizing rock pose. Head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. Shoulder blades down the back, collarbones broad. Gaze to the distant horizon. Sweep the arms overhead with an inhale, exhale, hinge the hips forward, sweep the arms forward, uh, circle the arms back, grab the outer edges of the feet, fingers inside, thumbs outside, tilt the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knees, push the shins and feet down, lift the hips up, keep a good grip on the heels, uh, letting the arms be pulled taut, shoulder blades apart. Back into our rabbit pose, belly button in towards the spine, forehead in towards the knees, push down with the leg, lift with the hips, opening up the space between the vertebra along the back of the spine. And then hips down, arms forward, push up, walk the hands back, rest the palms on the thighs once more into rock pose. Okay, I wanted to, to have a chance to revisit a pose that I just have not uh, taught or even practiced in a long time. And I uh, used to do this one often. But I also used to be a little more flexible than I am today. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I think I'm at a, I, th I think I'm in a more, um, uh, I've learned some things over time that uh, will help us in practicing this pose together. So uh, let me demystify what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to attempt a, I think it would be called a uh, revolved um, Janu, a revolved head to knee pose. Um, Paravrita Janu Sirsasana, I think. Um, feel free to get in touch with me or, um, you know, Shout at me on the little uh, chat here if I'm wrong. Okay, <laughs> so I sat up on a, a, a padding in the form of a blanket. Uh, you might do that too. It's uh, not wholly necessary, but uh, if you have 
the issue of um, your pelvis tilting back when you take a seat with your legs extended forward, um, then get yourself a little bit of height and sit uh, with the back of your seat on the, the height of the blanket so your pelvis is allowed to tilt upright and you get more lift and length out of your low back. So now I am extending my left leg straight up, uh, at an angle to the left, grounding the back of the left leg into the floor and drawing my right knee in towards my chest. I realize another helpful thing to do might be to place a block at the inside of the left thigh here. So my right knee is bent, right foot on the floor, left leg extending at an angle to the side, and then I'm going to uh, bring my left forearm either to the mat on the inside of my left thigh or onto my block. With the left hand, I'm going to grab my right ankle, grab the right ankle with the left hand. So hopefully for you podcast listeners, this isn't too complicated, it's a little bit complicated. Um, and then I'm going to take my right arm up to the sky. Open my chest and gaze up. So this could be the post. I'm already feeling some great, great things here. I like, I like what I'm noticing here. Um, but if you uh, would like to continue on this journey, you might uh, start to walk your right foot in towards your groin and widen your right knee out to the right. So it's more, more in a... Um, cross-legged seated position with the right leg. You might sweep your right arm over your right ear, reaching for your left foot. You might bend your left knee, try to grab the foot. Not possible for me today. (laughs) You might try to um, draw the left ribs forward as you revolve the right ribs back. Right hip grounds downward. Notice tension in the face. Breathe along the right side body. For me, I'm noticing like a real, uh, a real um, foreign sensation in the outer hip that I, you know, I just don't feel it that often. That's why I was en- uh, enjoying a revisit to this pose, this crescenting shape in this uh, with this configuration of the legs, just uh, brought about something new and interesting. Explore, climb the mountain, reach new heights, reach new depths, and then inhale, come back to center, release the right arm down. Okay, we'll try that on the second side. So now the right leg angles out to the right, and I'm going to uh, do something a little differently on this side just to see what happens. Uh, so I'm going to start to set up the same way, uh, bring my left heel in towards my left hip, bending the left knee. I'm going to take the block to the inside of my right thigh, tone the right leg, push through the foot, bring the right forearm to the uh, block, and then grab my left wrist, uh, my left ankle with my right hand. Did I say wrist before? Wrist and ankle, you know. The ankle is the wrist of the leg. Uh, (laughs) Is it not? Okay. So this time, instead of widening my left knee out to the left, I'm going to keep my left knee uh, pointed up. And then I'm going to take my left arm to the sky, revolve my right ribs forward, revolve my left ribs back, look up, reach up, and then I'm going to lean over to the uh, 
to the right and grab the foot. So with, without bending my left knee out to the left, I have way more access to my uh, to grabbing my right foot, the outside of my right foot with my left hand. But also my left hip it has come up off of the floor. Uh, draw the right ribs forward, spin the left ribs back, and you might uh, do what I've done and then decide to go back to the other version, widening the left knee out to the left. In fact, uh, the, the experience of those two um, expressions are quite different. You might widen the right leg into the right arm, take the hand off of the wrist, use the right arm, pushing into the right leg to revolve the right ribs forward, spin the left ribs back, take the gaze up beyond the left arm. Just, again, be curious. Being more in service of um, exploration than expression than um, you know getting that <laughs> getting that picture of yourself in the pose, <laughs> be in the pose. Okay, left arm back to center, both legs forward. You might use the hands to move the flesh of the buttocks back and apart, ground through the legs, pull back through the toes, grow tall along the spine. Hands can be along the hips or behind the hips, depending on the length of your arms in this Dandasa or staff pose. Sweep the arms overhead, reach up and keeping the hips grounded, fold forward. Take hold of the outsides of the legs, uh, ankles, feet, whatever you can reach, and then fold into, into yourself here. Uh, Pashimottanasana? <laughs> Question mark, I think. Okay, take hold of the outside edges of the feet, ankles, legs, wherever you can grab. Draw the chest forward, straighten the arms, curl the gaze up, little counter pose in the upper back, and then walk your hands back to your hips. Bend the knees and come to lie on your back. Beginning our descent. Fasten your safety belts. Take your arms out to either side of the room. Feet as wide as the mat, let your knees fall to the left with your exhale, come back through center with your inhale, fall to the left, fall to the right as you exhale again. So the ancient 
the ancient art of windshield wipers, side to side. Upper body, heavy, released. One more visit to the right. And then bring the knees back to center. Square the hips. Pull the knees in and up towards the chest and then out towards the armpits. Take hold of the outer edges of the feet. Angle the shins perpendicular to the floor. Soles of the feet open to the sky. Grabbing hold of the outer edges of the feet. Begin to rock side to side in happy baby. Inner feet together, interlace your fingers, widen the knees out, flatten the low back, lengthen the neck, reclined butterfly. And now finally, before Savasana, show yourself some love. Draw the knees into one another, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, give yourself a big, genuine, I love you hug. You met, you did it. You climbed some mountains, uh, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, scoop the tailbone towards the heels, squeeze, and I love you so much. It's like, uh, has, has anybody ever heard of, um, what is it called? Cute aggression. Cute aggression? I don't know. It's like you just want to hurt something because it's so cute. That's you right now. Oh, I just love you so much. I want to squeeze you. And I want to implode you with my squeezing. And then let it go. <laughs> light a candle. Turn off the lights. Put on your favorite sweater. Support yourself for this opportunity to rest. you have um, gathered the things <laughs> that help you to feel uh, safe and supported and make your way into your preferred uh, position for Savasana or corpse pose today. So whether that be lying on your back with arms and legs splayed at your sides or whether that be legs up the wall some version of reclined goddess, some version of child's pose. Once you have created the shape with your body, um, arrive with your senses. external sensory experience to the internal sensory experience. Feel the weight of your body on the earth. Trust the support of the earth as you relinquish the weight of your body. 
sense the air around you. your palms as you release any gripping in the fingers. Can you feel air on your face as you soften the facial features? the mountain. Now drift on the river of breath.
you can either choose to stay here or uh, if you're ready, begin to reanimate fingers and toes. Invite movement back into your limbs. You might like to rock your head from side to side. You might like to stretch your arms overhead. Eventually bend your knees, placing your feet on the floor. Extend your left arm along your left ear, rolling off to the left side of your mat. Transitioning from our corpse position into this fetal shape. Then re-emerging from the practice, meeting once again in a comfortable, supported, seated position of your choice. Reconnect with breath. And as you're ready, hands can come together in front of the heart or you can place the hands onto the chest. We'll close practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale. And inhale for OM. Thank you for your uh, presence, your patience, your uh, resilience. <laughs> the light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. Okay, I'm going to turn this podcast.